We're here to shine a light on the forgotten generation. This is the Modern Gen X Woman podcast, and I'm Jackie Gadeen. And I'm Amy Bishop. We're business and career coaches who work with women like you. And we are pissed. You should be too. Because we have not been seen or heard, and that changes now. Listen up, because we're going to share with you insights and ideas to make these years our best years. F you, midlife. Welcome to our Summer Short Series, where each week Jackie and I talk off the cuff about a single idea, quote, concept, inspiration, or current event. What are we talking about this week? Well, we can't go into summer without talking about our summer picks, what we're excited about, and what we're doing this summer, and how you, too, can push your summer limits. All right, Jackie, are we ready to dive in? I love these episodes because they're short, they're quippy, they're fun. They're just they're just different. So if you are new to our podcast, Modern Gen X Woman, welcome. Welcome. And we this is our third year of summer shorts. So totally I just wanted believe. to say that. So what we do in the summer is we know everyone has um, less time because you're out and about and you're doing things and we want summer to feel a little bit lighter. So every week we are going to be bringing you the, our summer shorts and they're short, quippy things. And it could be on, um, something we want to share with you, an idea, an inspiration, a quote, uh, pop culture. It could be anything. Right. This week we're just going to kick it off with some of the things that we're excited about for this summer that we want to share with you to get your sparks of ideas going. Um, you will notice a theme that everything is going to be based on seven this seven. summer. So we're for no reason. We no, just there decided. Is a reason. Well, it's a special number for Jackie. It is a special number for me, but that's not. We. We, we didn't pick it because it was a special no, number. No, It just happened to come up for some other idea we had. And then, so it's yeah. seven. So it's seven. It's so seven. this is, we're going to be going through. Seven summer picks for Jackie and summer, seven yes. summer picks for Mimi. All right. I'm yeah. going to kick it off. Go, go. So this is my favorite summer pick. It is, you're going to, I'm laughing myself, but I don't care. Like someone, this may really help save someone like it's saving me. And it is jello You would think what it is, it's saving you. Chocolate pudding. Well, I'm on Weight Watchers or WW. Ladies, I love chocolate. I love ice cream. And I was finding myself going into the freezer every night and eating ice cream. And now I make myself like a little sundae with this this sugar-free jello pudding. I'm eating it like it's going out of style, but it's within my points. It's keeping me happy. I'm not eating ice cream. I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. That's all I have to Do say. Do they have a I'm, vanilla one? Yeah. Because I'm more of a vanilla guy. They have vanilla. Sometimes I put like a little, um, a little nut on it, you know, yeah. or like a little fat-free whipped cream. I am a happy camper. There you go. I never thought I'd be this happy. (laughs) On Weight Watchers. On Weight Watchers. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to go into my first one, which is you, if, you know, one of the things that I think people need to consider is how do you go to a Broadway show wherever you are? You know, Mm. and I say that because my cousin lives all the way upstate New York, not far from Albany, but they have a local theater in Albany where all of the Broadway shows eventually go through. So she sees all these great shows. Great. And I know from, you know, all my clients across the country that this goes on everywhere or most places, many decent sized cities. So I want to encourage you to take a look at what's playing in your local area and go and see it. Even if it's a local theater, we, my daughter and I just saw and Juliet on Broadway last weekend, which was so, it was just fun. It's, it's the story. It's, 
a turnaround of Romeo and Juliet. And it's the concept starts with what if Juliet didn't kill herself and instead said, I'm really, really sad, but I can go on anyway, (laughs) you know, and I'm going to move to Paris for my second chapter. And it follows her on this journey. And all of the music was pop music created by um, Michael. I think his last name is... Wallbank, he 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 writes a lot of stories, uh, songs for Britney Spears and Katy Perry and InSync and all that. So it was really fun, really well done, and it and it made me re- remember why I love live theater so much. So if you get a chance, go and do something in a live theater this this summer. That's amazing. Okay, my second one. No one's going to be surprised by this, but it's bookstores. So. First of all, yesterday, I don't think I told you this. Yesterday, I had some time to kill and I wanted to work. So I went to like the last Barnes and Noble bookstore in West, no, in on Old Country Road yeah. by the mall. It's a good and one. Too. I really enjoyed myself. Yeah. I was like, That's I haven't been one. in a huge rambling bookstore in so long. I missed it because that was always what I did. But there's also a local bookstore right in my community. It's called Theodore's Books. And it's got a real historical slant because, uh, Teddy Roosevelt, what lived his summer, his, the white, his summer White House was in our town. So it's, I go there very often also, but I love just going into this little bookshop. It's a real community based place. I just love it. So it's Theodore's Books. I will put it in the show notes, but, Check out some small bookstores. You local. know, they local, you become friendly with the people there. They know what you like. And it's just a lovely place to go and to roam around. And two of my recent favorite books are Lady Tan's Circle of Women by Lisa C. I've read several, several of her books and this one is really good. And also Hello Beautiful, which was an Oprah pick. It was written by, I think the author is Anne Napolitano. She wrote Hello Edward, which was also excellent. So highly recommend. All right. I might have to put those on my summer. I just, I just downloaded, um, the librarian one. Oh, the one that Ivy told us about? Okay, yeah. I didn't start yet. Okay. So, okay, my next one is the opposite of what we're doing here. So this summer, every summer, we do summer shorts, quippy quick. The opposite of that is the Huberman podcast. What is this? The Huberman Lab podcast. It's phenomenal. He is, he goes deep into these, they're like hour and a half to two hour long podcasts. I'm surprised. Deep into different topics. I'm surprised that you have that kind of span. Well, I don't have enough time, but I'll do them and I'll I'll listen to one. And he does, he does a lot on the brain. He does, he talks a lot about nootropics, what does work, what doesn't work, how to eat for your brain. It's fascinating. I'm obsessed. You'll thank me. Okay. You'll thank me. All right. That's all I'm going to say. All right. If you say so. (laughs) If you say so. Speaking about podcasts, I'm really enjoying the Julia Louis-Dreyfus podcast, Wiser Than Me. So this is where she's bringing women on who are like in their 70s and beyond and getting that perspective. So Julia is probably in her late, mid to late, mid mid 50s, I think. Actually, late 50s. Um, But she's bringing on these women that are imparting so much wisdom on to her it's just wonderful so i really recommend it all right my next thing for summer that i want to encourage you to do is to take up a sport 
take up a new sport or take up a sport that you haven't played since you were younger because we as we get older we don't we stop doing those things right and so recently over the last few weeks I decided to take up tennis and I started taking tennis lessons with Peyton and it's been it's fun because we get to do it together right. even if we don't but it's really fun and I want to get good enough that I can join the the like regular league and at least hold my own I'm hoping I can do that by fall by like Mid-fall. You will. You're so competitive and competitive against yourself where yeah. I know you always want to get better. So I, you'll be able to. But it's been so fun. And it's Good. so, what, what I love about it too is it's challenging me in lots of different ways. And what I mean by that is the first time I went out and played, and I work out all the time as Mimi yeah. can attest to, right? But when I when first went out and pay, played, I was like, wow, I'm like winded a little bit. Wow. Right? But by the second or third time, that was gone. But what I love about it is it's like anything else. It's like golf, right? You can swing a golf club and hope, or you could swing the tennis racket, but if you get your form down, mm. it all works together. So it really that. keeps me in the process of what is my form? Am I following through? What does this look like? What's my feet position? And I'm really loving the mechanics of that. Why I love that for you, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just wanted to point out, sometimes, I don't mean this in a bad way, but you will overlook the details sometimes, yeah. right? Yeah. Because Jackie's always in a... She'd rather get something done. And sometimes the details are important. Yeah. And so I'm happy to say here that you're, you know, really cons- slowing down to consider, like, how are my feet positioned? Yes. And, you know, That's a great, great reflection because you're absolutely right. And what I've recognized, especially in working with Mimi, who is very detail-oriented, is I'm, tr- I'm, I'm much better at it, but I'm also recognizing where it's necessary for me and where it's not right? and investing the time where it is necessary for me. And that's been really interesting just like this. And I, I also feel like if I'm going to learn something or if I'm going to do something, I want it done right. And I want to do it well. So that competitive part of me also adds to that. Yeah. Because right. That's going to give you the edge when you really have the mechanics down. All right, so as much as I love to learn I and read, those like two of my passions, I don't love reading for learning at night. If, you know, like for business learning, that kind of thing. So what I've been doing is this one-two punch of getting a book, and I'll get it from Amazon, but used. You can get like pretty brand new books used for like two bucks on yeah. Amazon. So I do that. And then I get the Audible. And I listen to the Audible And then I quickly outline the chapters in the book. And so it's like speeding my process. And so I love this one-two punch of Audible and, you know, kind of speed reading with the highlighter. And for me, I love that tangible feeling of having, you know, a book in my hands and then I can refer to things if I need to later on. So it's really a fun way to continue my learning on topics that I'm interested in or just want more information about. I I think... um I, it's funny because when you said that, I love that because I've, do, I've done, done that, that recently okay. with Your Brain at Work, which is my favorite book by David Rock on neuroscience. And I did it, I've already read his book, but I got the audio book this time and I was listening mm. and highlighting at the same yeah. time. And I put the speed up so that mm. it would go faster and it was, it was the smartest thing I could have done. Um, so my next one that is the summer pick is, look, I'm a New Yorker. I live in the greatest city in the world. Yes, we have the greatest Well, city. one of the greatest one cities, of right? Paris, I would argue right. Paris is up there too. Right. So, but I have to tell you right before 
the pandemic was the first time I ever walked the Brooklyn Bridge. Mm. So my pick for, for this summer, it's amazing. It's, first of all, it's a beautiful bridge. It's my favorite bridge. It is outstanding. The walk is unbelievable. It's great. But so my pick is explore your own city because mm. when I think about my own yeah. city and what's in my own backyard, there are things that I, I have never been to the Guggenheim. I've never been to the cloisters. There you go. I've never been to the cloisters either. I'm dying right? to so, go. So it's in my own backyard. People talk about it all the time and I tend to go back to the Met. So what is it the in Guggenheim, your Guggenheim? The Guggenheim is circular. Yeah. Oh, you've got to go. It's so cool. It's supposed to be great. Yeah, but, great. But if you're listening to this, challenge yourself. What is it in my own city that I haven't explored? Go by yourself. Go with a friend. Go with a family member. It doesn't matter. Just go and do that because I promise you it's going to open up. It's going to create openness, right? And if we are going to evolve as women, we need to become even more open. We need to expand our perspectives and highlight our creativity and be inspired. And all of these things will inspire you to be different. Yeah. Well, kind of on that note, one of my to-dos this summer is to revisit the Morgan Library. So I'm on this Gilded Age kick. Yeah. I know I've talked about this a little bit, but I really have this curiosity about learning about the Gilded Age, especially in, you know, New York. There's so many of these Gilded Age things that are that are still in existence. But anyway, the Morgan Library is one of them, and I want to revisit that library and then learn more about JP Morgan. I think at one point in the, around the turn of the century, there was a panic and he like single handedly saved the United States economy. Oh, Isn't that fascinating? Be, well, that's why it's so funny that you're bringing up the Morgan library, considering that I just downloaded the librarian, which right. is about the librarian for JP Morgan. Right. And that's based on fiction. That's a yeah. fictional it, book, but that's on my reading. Fiction, yes. Though. I love historical, yes. historical fiction. Exactly. I've been doing a combination of historical fiction when it comes to the Gilded Age, watching the Gilded Age, but then also, um, you know, reading, I'm reading a really pretty thick biography right now about Alva and, uh, Vanderbilt and her daughter Consuelo. Mm. It's really good, but. Anyway, so I, I can do a whole episode on that. I can do a whole learning <laughs> on that. But All right. So okay. my next one is go live. So What's this? here's what I mean by that. Me, oh, we I have built our entire business. I'm like, what app is that? <laughs> <laughs> um, we've built our entire business on digital, right? On this podcast platform, on LinkedIn, and that, you know, all this digital stuff. And it's wonderful, right? So it's, it's amazing because we get to access you, our listeners in uh, Latvia, in Australia, in, in, um, in Italy, in Canada. I mean, we have people listening from all over the country mm -hmm. and all over the world. And that's exciting. But there's nothing as magical as being live and in person. And Mimi and I have been spending a lot of time in our own backyard being and going, doing live events. And it has been a game changer. And it's quickened our ability to make relationships. Yeah. And it's also given a new energy that I really love in everything that I do. And I feel inspired and invigorated all over again. So if you have an opportunity to... Do something live instead of virtually. Do go it. live. Yeah, go even if you're even if you're shy, even if you're an introvert. Yes, like this me. is a funny story. So, um, just sidebar: we went to a live event recently, and we met a woman. She was she is a trauma surgeon at the biggest oh. hospital here on Long Island, she and she fantastic. shared with us that 
she almost went to the bathroom and didn't come out for lunch because she's she is an introvert and was uncomfortable and but but she ended up coming and and talking with us she's like thank you for making me feel comfortable and it made me realize that that moment where she decided not to do that was a really big growth moment for her a growth moment for a traumatic a trauma surgeon right so it it doesn't matter how smart you are there's always growth moments but i just want to reflect that on you that there's nothing like being live and it is a growth moment it is it is and and the more you do it the more comfortable you get and like jackie says she said to me recently i think you really do like people i said i think i do (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i'm changing there so one of the things i this is the introvert in me every summer and i cannot wait to do this but i do it in august this is where I go down to the beach really, really early with a bagel, like a big fat carb filled, gluten filled New York bagel loaded up with butter, a tremendous coffee. I go down to the beach at like six in the morning. I'm coming this time. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not. This is my time. <laughs> I won't talk to you. I'll bring, bring my book and eat my bagel. All right, baby. All right. All right. If you promise not to talk. I don't want to. I have nothing, I have nothing more to say to you. <laughs> oh, I've been kicked to the curb. I'm teasing. I'm, you can come anytime. I can't. But I come really, I go really early. I watch the sunrise. I'm with my book. I'm with my bagel. It's just, my neighbor across the street does that. Yeah. She, I she does it every day. Every day. She I would goes, love to not do a bagel, that. Oh. but she goes with her book every it's morning, great. first thing in the morning, five to even in the wintertime, unless it's like two degrees. Yeah. Goes down to the beach and sits. If it's, it's the winter, amazing. she'll sit more on the boardwalk with her yeah. chair, but yeah. she sits and she just, she's like, it's the fresh air. It's the quiet. Oh, it's I go with my book before anything. And it's like, I'm like, oh, I was just saying to Scott, so funny you said that because I just said to Scott, I need to start having my coffee outside again. It makes such a difference. My dad does that every yeah. morning. I, you know, I'm so pleased. A little bit of a tangent. My dad was really sick with COVID and we didn't, we thought we were going to lose him. And it was just, it's, it's so good. I, and I live there half the week to help take care of him now. And it's just like one of the things that he can still do independently is go out and get his coffee. You know, very often he forgets his coffee cup out there, That's you okay. know, or he, he catches me and he's like waving because he wants me to give him a refill and I'm right. always happy to do that. But he so enjoys his backyard yeah. with his cup of coffee yeah. and he he'll, he'll put his little sweater on and he mm-hmm. goes, it's really, it makes me so happy to see him out there because you it's know, we almost didn't have that opportunity, so I'm I'm just happy to see that. But it does make drinking your coffee outside feels good. I know. So my number six of seven is go and do something artistic this summer, mm. right? We we don't end up. Most of us don't spend time with our creative self. So I don't care if it's going and writing poetry, yeah, or quotes that that you can come up with. It could be buying one of those amazing paint by numbers on Amazon that you're getting to paint an Italian villa or go and take a pottery class yeah. or sketch, but do something creative this summer. You know, um, I've been encouraging my daughter to do more creative, creative She's stuff. She's very creative. <clears throat> she is. And she doesn't always lean into it. But the other day I walked into a room and it was a face and I was like, <laughs> what is that? And she did it. She just started using her makeup and used it to create a face on the canvas. And it's cool. so cool looking. And I was like, there you go. Yeah. So it just, the more we can touch, I, I really believe that we lose touch of our creative side as we get older. And I, I want to encourage And people. it's just a great way just to really kind of tap into like, even your subconscious, yeah. right? Like you just lose yourself in a project like that. It feels good. It does. And 
you know, no one has to see it. No. So don't judge yourself or feel like it's got to be perfect. No, you know? it doesn't even have to be good. It's just something you enjoy doing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So my last is ancestry. So I'm sure all of you are, in, are um, familiar with the app. And I have had a really long journey with doing some work with my DNA. And I hired a genealogist. She's a good friend of Jackie and myself. And I'll, I'll put her... Uh, info in the show notes, but she was our modern Gen X woman of the year, the, the first, first one. Year. And she's actually the person that connected Jackie and I. So she's fantastic. She does genealogy, but through the ancestry app and Carrie, I have located first cousins, two sets of first cousins that I didn't know that I had. So my grand, the grandfather who I didn't was not in my father's life got around. Let's just put it that way. So. <laughs> It's just unsorting this whole family mystery and being able to speak to my my first cousin who actually grew up in Sicily. Yeah. Is is fascinating. It's fascinating. So so just to kind of add on to that ancestry story, if you're listening to this and if you're new, you might not know, but I'm adopted. Mm-hmm. My daughter is adopted. And I did ancestry a couple of years ago and people have reached out and I've always ignored them because I don't want to blow up anybody's life. And long story short, last year around this time, I found out I have a half brother, and wild. we've been in touch. That so is it's wild. pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty amazing. It and is my amazing. birth mother uh, has since passed away, and she passed away very young, very young of ovarian cancer. And it also made me go and get my Testing, genetic yeah. testing done because I wanted to make sure that I didn't have any of the um, of the genes. So. It's, it's, there's lots of things that it it uncovered. So I'm glad you said that about ancestry. So I'll tell you my last one, which is uh, Garpaccio. 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 And why I'm saying that is because I, I am on a quest to try to do a new cold dish recipe once a week, just once a week, simple mm-hmm. and something cold for summer. And I've never made that. You've never my, made it? I have, no. a, I have a good recipe. Yeah, I've never made it because I don't think Scott and Peyton are big into it, but I'm going to oh. make it because I like it. Yeah. So I, oh, um, I'll eat it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe yeah. I'll make it for I made food. that years ago, years ago, and I really want to get back. This is like- I on, like it with cucumber in it. Yeah. My recipe has cucumber in it. Um, I, was, I love to cook and I love to bake and I just have gotten- out of it for a couple of reasons over the past, for the past 10 years, I would say. But anyway, um, I used to take cooking classes in the city. So mm-hmm. I would like take my vacation time and then go to cooking school. Yeah. And I loved every minute of it. Yeah, and one of the uh, recipes that we learned was gazpaccio. Mm, so yum. gazpaccio, that's how you say it. Gazpaccio, that's it. Right. Yeah, so exactly I will, right. I will give you the recipe. Yay. All right, ladies. So thank you for joining us for our first summer short. Next week, we'll be back with another episode of Modern Gen X Woman. So until then, cheers, cheers to your, your magnificence. magnificence. Modern Gen X Woman is the podcast created with you in mind. If you're inspired by this episode, please leave us a review. It's so important. Look, we know it's not easy for you to stop and go over and leave a review, but it is so appreciated by Mimi and myself, and it really helps other amazing Gen X women like you find us so that they too can become the modern Gen X woman.